Welcome to the Linting from Lent podcast brought to you by Shambly Methodist Church. I'm Eric Lee, one of the pastors. And I'm Stacy Rushing, the other pastor. We're excited to join you on this journey for a seven episode podcast where we are going to be discovering joy and Lent together. And our inspiration for this podcast is a book by Max O. Vincent, Because of This I Rejoice. We hope you will all pick up a copy and join us in this conversation. So Eric, let's get started. Hey, everybody, welcome to this episode of Linting from Lent at Shambly Methodist. Uh, this is Pastor Eric. I'm joined by Pastor Stacy, and we have special guests today, Sarah Lawrence and Courtney Stafford. We are so excited. They're, they're two of my favorite people and one of my favorite couples. I've had the privilege to baptize their son, Graham, and uh, we're excited to have a conversation today about joyful witness, picking back up in the book, um, Because of This I Rejoice. And, and we launch from Paul's comments from prison uh, about how his experience he can rejoice because his experience is a testimony, is a witness to who God is and God's goodness in his life and in uh, the lives of the people that he's writing to. It's an interesting, maybe even challenging topic to talk about witnessing and what our witness is, uh, but I'm looking forward to having a conversation with Sarah, Courtney, and Stacy today. So I thought we'd kick off with the, uh, the elephant in the room, which is another word for witness is evangelism. And that word is so loaded for so many people. And I imagine that the folks listening today are thinking in their head, what would I have done if the pastors called me and said, would you get on a podcast and talk with me about witnessing or evangelism? So I'm just curious what you thought when you got that email. <laughs> I mean, okay. I think that's a great question. Yes, I mean, it, it is loaded. <laughs> it's a loaded so, question. So when you guys sent the email, it was kind of like, you know, well, our, our pastors are asking us, you know, to participate and that's a privilege and sure, of course we'll do it. And then we started reading and thinking through it and talking through it. And honestly, I was like, oh, maybe, maybe I shouldn't have signed up for this. <laughs> maybe I'm not the one that people need to hear from, but then we, you know, moved on. I, I already signed up for this, right? We're going to do it. <laughs> I think too, we had trouble with the actual words and identifying like what they meant. So we really had to like talk it through. And, you know, I think of witness in the context of like crime. I, I'm kind of a like, I like the true crime series. And then so with a witness, they're giving an account of a situation. So it kind of, I get why they use it. Because like for the disciples, it's an account of their experience with Jesus, you know, and with Paul, it's account, uh, it's his account of him chronicling like his conversations when he was in prison. And so that was kind of our talk through, if you will, of what the term witness meant to us or to me, really. Yeah. And I mean, well, to me, that was the first question. I, we finished reading. I said, Sarah, I have a couple questions. <laughs> Being that I, you know, I, I didn't, I wasn't necessarily raised in the church and, you know, witness isn't necessarily a, a term that comes easily to me. Evangelism, I'm, I'm way more familiar with, um, you know, just in terms of popular culture and, and televangelism. 
Um, and, you know, which certainly doesn't have a great connotation on its own. So I, I could relate a little bit more to that um, and, and wouldn't really say that it was my, my thoughts of it are joyful. No, that's totally fair. And I think to your point about evangelism, even, you know, the term evangelical um, has taken on a connotation in culture um, that I don't think paints our faith in the best light in a lot of right. ways. And I mean, evangelical has become a, um, a voting block or yeah. a, a demographic. And, um, and that just seems so far afield from the, the biblical I would say the biblical sense of that word evangelism or evangelical. Uh, so to your point, Courtney, like it's, it's, it's hard to even think about that word and, and say it's joyful or, or that understanding of a practice as being joyful. Um, and gosh, Sarah, when you talk about witness, like a witness to a crime, like providing a, an account of what you saw or experienced. I mean, even that, like it's one thing for the disciples to talk about Jesus, like what they saw with yeah. Jesus, um, firsthand kind of thing, right? Like this is what we saw Jesus doing. Um, but then for you and me, or for us to think about what we've seen God do and what we've seen Jesus do um, in our own lives or um, in our spirits and our attitudes, um, that's, a, that's a witness uh, to to what we've seen. It is. And I think that was the other thing, like, uh, you know, with testimony, I think that was another word that we had kind of highlighted in, in the chapter and we're discussing like, you know, it's your spoken account of what you have witnessed, what you'd seen, what you experienced. And even that it was, um, that, that led into a different discussion. Like we're trying to think of, well, if we were to give a testimony kind of what would that look like? And, you know, was there a specific account in our life that led to, you know, us understanding and believing that there's a greater, bigger thing than we are, you know, something that we were made from and we, we, we're connected to, but, you know, like you said, Eric, it, our whole life is that, you know, it's, it's not one singular experience and, Courtney, this is what I had told you is like, I couldn't give one singular experience. It's my entire life has led up to, you know, events and, and situations and circumstances to build the foundation and then repair a foundation of my faith. Um, so I think it's it, when you read the Bible and you read like, um, like what Paul had to say, he had time on his hands and he had time to talk with God. And often we don't take the time to do that. And, but there are moments in our life that like build, you know, a lifetime of experience and, and, and chronicle, we can chronicle, you know, our relationship that we have with God or the higher being or, you know, whatever people believe in, you know, there's something greater out there than we are. And, and there have been events that had led me to believe that there is something bigger. 
Yeah, and I'm not even sure who to credit this to, but I've heard you know the the phrase turned and and the word used rather than using witness, um, withness, like it's I like that. It's just a matter of um, the way we live and how we be with the people in our lives or in our community or in our circle. Um, that it's it's the it's our presence and our withness. Um, yeah. That that bears the mark of the gospel or that, you know, or of a life impacted by Christ um, that, that sort of, that preaches, if you will, and to use that word too, a little bit differently. Um, so just what you were saying, Sarah, made me think about that. I mean, what, what would you guys, what would you guys think about how uh, withness and understanding it that way changes the meaning Go ahead, Courtney. No, I, I think that kind of makes more sense. I mean, you know, I, I, again, I was just having trouble with the word witness, not so much in the way that Sarah was, just in the way it's used, like sharing testimony, you know, when they define it in the text here is kind of what they say in terms of witness. So I always had to keep going back to that. Um but to me, it kind of, I don't know, when, when you're using the word withness, it, it, to me, it's more about what has occurred to you and then how you show it. And maybe that's like, you know, again, where I'm getting hung up in that, you know, including the, the televangelism aspect, and there's just a whole lot of talking and talking at you and, and providing your, your witness, your testimony. Whereas I feel like I respond better and, and throughout my life in, in seeing action and seeing how people live with Jesus. Um, so maybe witness uh, through action uh, speaks, speaks more to me. I agree. Yeah, yeah makes, um, it, it does. It makes a lot of sense. According, you made me think about the, the like, if, if I just think about learning and different ways that we learn. Um, and it's, it's one thing to learn in a, in a classroom setting in a didactic kind of way that you're being spoken at or to like an information is being transmitted from one person to another or to a group which kind of to me is like that evangelical or evangelism model of the, uh, the auditorium full of people, you know, the, the Billy Graham model. And Max yeah. talks about that a little bit in the book. Like um, there's just between that kind of learning and a, more of a, almost an apprenticeship kind of learning that you come alongside somebody and they see what you're doing uh, and how you're living and how you're being uh, as a means to, um, grow and learn and understand. And, and, and Max also talks about it peaks curiosity for folks. I mean, I'm, that's been the way it was for me, right? I mean, if we all think about who quote shared the gospel with us um, for me as my grandmother, and it had less to do with, you know, her explaining the Bible to me than it did just seeing the way she loved people and the way she responded in situations. And, um, and in that way, that witness that she had with me, um, taught me 
it, and, and, it, I, and it started an interest in me. And that's exactly, I think, you know, and maybe it is differences in people. I'm much more of a visual learner when you're thinking like school wise, but I think what you're saying, it, it folds right into that. If I see how it's affecting people and how they live their lives, I'm much more likely to listen to what they have to say and therefore, you know, truly hear them. Because if they're talking right at me and I'm not maybe believing or I'm not invested, then I'm not really going to take it in. Mm. I think of this um, great image I got in seminary at a professor, Dr. Thomas Tangaraj. Uh, he taught part-time in South India and then part-time he would teach at Candler. And he always said, um, about evangelism, it's like recommending your favorite product. He's like, you know, we tell people to go get Starbucks. We tell people like, these are the best shoes I've ever worn. And we think about evangelism, it gets really heavy and confusing, but I think it's like what you're talking about. When you see someone who has something going for them, that's good. You want to know what it is, whether it's like your hair looks great today. What product did you put in it, Eric? Or whether it's love like, the way you're parting your hair. You're, you're so beautifully <laughs> you know, yes. and you think of how easy it is for us in those moments to go, oh, well, I got this great like pomade or whatever. And this is where I bought it. And we so easily witness to the value of that product. But the same can be true in our faith life. And I think that y'all are exactly right. And Eric, what you shared about your grandmother, like we see people and we go, whatever it is they have, I want to get a little bit of that. And, and that, I think that in and of itself is a witness, right? Because that person can say, well, this is what I do. You know, I have this relationship with God and this is how I live it out. I serve other people, I pray. And then I think for each of us, it's not only letting our lives be formed by God in a way that, that our lives become a witness, but also um, I keep thinking about this, witnessing is a practice of noticing. It's almost that Eastern practice of becoming aware of what's happening, you know, in your world, little things like birds chirping and then connecting that with God being like, wow, that I noticed that today. And that was God. And, and I think that starts to shape to how you see the world and other people. Yeah, Max talks in the book about the word gospel and just that, it, you know, it means good news. And, um, and he points out how much of witnessing or evangelism that we think about in that, in that sense as a program or an action that we undertake, that how much of it is, is actually about bad news. Like, you know, we, we, you're, you're damned and you're going to hell and, you know, you're an awful sinner. Like it, we, we turn evangelism into sharing the bad news instead of sharing the good news. And, um, and I, I think that's, again, where the phrase and, and the way we understand living with a joyful witness um, maybe can get off track. And, and that's when it's discouraging and, and not something you get excited about or want to participate in or want to affiliate, affiliate yourself with. Um, so I appreciate that we're taking this time during Lent uh, in Chambly to, to, to focus on the joy of Lent and the joy of a, of a witness, a life of witness or a life of witness. And, and I got to say, Sarah and Courtney, I'm thankful that you're here as our guest to have this conversation because that's what I see in the two of you. And I mean, life's not always rainbows and sunshine, right? Like, I mean, we, we deal with stuff. And, and so being joyful doesn't mean that we ignore the challenges or, or expect that nothing bad's going to happen. It's not a prosperity kind of gospel or faith, but, um, but I, I see that joy in 
whenever I'm with you, whenever we're, you know, around each other, it, you, you have that withness. Um, and, and I suspect I'm not the only one. I, I, I suspect there are other people who have that same experience with you all. So I, I appreciate that from you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I know for me, I like that feeling. I like feeling connected and with like, I'm with somebody and I'm experiencing with somebody. I mean, some, you know, <laughs> to circle back, some of that witness is what has led to that joyful witness. You know, it's it just being with people who are respect and support and accept and just can provide a level of comfort and, you know, comfort for you to be yourself and to be, you know, um, included. And I think that's, that's definitely how we felt with Shambly. And yeah, I thought I mean, that's really how we felt with a, a lot of the, the faces that greeted and, and supported us. And you, Eric, have really, have really been one of those faces. And we, we definitely respect you. And, <laughs> and we love the relationship that we have been able to develop over the years. Yeah, I mean, just to expand on that, we are talking about, you know, my college friends and, and their faith and how a lot of them, you know, when we, when I met them in college, you know, I mean, when you go to college, like some people go to church and some don't, and it's not necessarily all the time. And, um, but seeing how their faith has continued to grow, but especially for the ones who have found a church that they feel at home with and they have, you know, it's now their church family. They continue to, you know, post on social media about it. And again, it's through their actions and their feelings about what's going on in the church and with um, their, their connections that they've made that, again, make you want to hear more about it and to be invested and to find that sort of family or community for yourself. Yeah. I mean, I think Stacy, you had mentioned like being connected with or understanding, hearing the birds sing and everything is symbiotic. And when you feel that level of connectiveness, that connectivity, it's, it's vitalizing, it's energizing. It's, I don't, it's, it's awesome. It really is. What I really appreciate y'all about y'all is um, Eric and I know we can call on you when there are people who are wondering, uh, is this a place where I can have that withness? Um, y'all have never hesitated to share your experience, uh, invite people in. And what I really appreciate is I see in both of you, the, the warmth that you testify to, you give to others. And so I feel like you live out that witness and it's, it's just really good for my soul to see that. And just, it's a blessing to me. Thank you. You Thank guys you. are going to have to cry on this. <laughs> I know. It's, it's That's our goal. Humbling. Every episode is we try to get our guests to cry. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, sort of the Barbara Walters. Uh, that's boy. That's a <laughs> dated reference. But, um, one of the thing that occurs to me as we're talking about that, and Stacy, especially to your point you just made about being able to connect people with Sarah and Courtney, 
in thinking about evangelism and witnessing, um, I, I, I think one of the challenges also is that we, when we think or talk about uh, evangelism or evangelizing or witnessing um, as a program or an action or something we do, it, it, it becomes almost like a, a conquest. Like, you know, that there's a, there's a, oh, yeah. like, we're here to convert you. Um, like this is our purpose, our intention, our goal. And, um, and, and it can even take on what I would say, like militaristic kind of language or totally. like we are, um, we're coming after you. Um, and, and we're doing it for the Lord. Um, and, and there's and, so and much, it will happen yeah. and it's a goal. <laughs> right. And there's so much of that, 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 um, has, in, I'll say, invaded the, the church and, and our understanding of what it means to be the church. But what we're talking about here in terms of witness and withness, and particularly with you guys, is, is more of a, just a, a creation of a community um, that, that has this shared experience um, that is just by its very nature open and inviting um, and hopefully interesting, I'd like to think. Um, and, and it's just, it's a different way to even just understand the church, right? As opposed to this, um, as opposed to this mechanism that is, is at work to conquer um, or convert, right. but rather it's, it's an, it's an organism. It's, it's a community that exists. And, and if you think about acts, you know, it says the Lord was adding to their number as they just lived life together, right? I mean, they ate together, they prayed together, they um, studied the scripture together. It's just the way they lived their lives. And God added to their number. It wasn't that God gave them a pamphlet and sent them to a street right. corner with a <laughs> megaphone and said, go get them, tiger. Like, you know, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> you know what, Eric, what I appreciate about that, and it brings me back to uh, Sarah, where you started with witness and true crimes, which I thought is just a great image and actually ties into scripture really well. Talk about Acts. I mean, Luke Acts, Luke says he set out to write a detailed accounting, a detailed witness of what God was doing, but it, it acknowledges that God is already at work in someone else. It is not our job to make God be at work somewhere or in someone. Instead, perhaps our job is to witness that, to open ourselves, to see that, what God's already doing, and then to see how when we can do that together, Yes, that witness is even bigger. I mean, like Courtney said, you know, we're, we're more, I don't know, we absorb more when we see it, when we see the actions, when we feel, you know, the warmth, the love, the connectivity, when, when it's the doing, when it's the behaviors. I mean, we, yeah, I think the Montessori school is like, you learn by doing. And that's kind of like the takeaway that I had from reading, you know, this chapter. And what I think of, you know, Shambly, like, I see so many people doing so many good things. And I want to be on that team that serves. Yeah. I think Max in the book calls, he describes witnessing as being aware. It's an awareness of what God is up to um, around us and in us um, and being attuned to yes. that. Mm. Yeah. I think yes. this, this conversation today has been such a good witness for me. <laughs> Just, <laughs> I have enjoyed it so much. And Eric and I have been talking about how much we have enjoyed 
just this opportunity to hear from people. So thank y'all for stepping up and not saying no when you got the email about talking about evangelism. <laughs> I'm not hope- changing your mind after you <laughs> discussed it. Yeah. I hope that when people listen to this, it helps them kind of take this journey that we've been on to, to think about it in a different way. And I just appreciate y'all being a part of that. Before we uh, wrap up today, if it's all right, I'd like to close us in a time of prayer. Let's Please. pray. Gracious God, thank you for your presence in us and around us. God, thank you for the good news and grace that you are always pouring into our lives, even in the midst of difficult places. God, as we talked about, as we look back over the course of our whole lives, we can see you there moment by moment walking with us. And it is our hope that in our actions and in all we do, we witness to that goodness in our lives. God, thank you for Courtney and Sarah and Eric and for the opportunity to be together, to talk about faith and to talk about our lives and to talk about how you have shaped them. Be with us as we go from this time and be with all who are listening that we might be joyful witnesses of your good news in our world through our words and through our actions. It is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you guys for inviting us. Yeah. You know, we we're humbled that you asked. So we yeah. appreciate that. Thanks for being part of the conversation. Yeah, thank you. Take awesome. care. Yes, you too. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Linting from Lent, brought to you by Shambly Methodist Church. Uh, there'll be a new episode that'll drop every Wednesday between now and Easter. So be sure and check back and listen in. And there's also some other things you can do to be a part of this conversation. Stacy, what else can they do? Well, if you want to know more about Because of This, I Rejoice, either the book, or if you want to keep the discussion going with a small group at Shambly UMC, you can check out our episode notes and click on the link. Be sure and come back next Wednesday and pick up in this conversation about how we're discovering joy this Lent season. Bye-bye. Bye.